This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. I was in the restaurant the other day and I saw the most wonderful family, a mother and two children. Watching them almost brought tears to my eyes. The mother was smiling and laughing, nodding and making all kinds of giggly, fun sounds. Oh, it was adorable. Eventually, of course, Mommy closed Facebook and started paying attention to the kids. But by that time, they had already internalized that Mommy loved her smartphone more than them. Once upon a time, that would have meant that they would spend thousands of dollars of therapy in their 20s to overcome their resentment and develop the ability to relate to another human being. But given current trends, they'll be living at home in their 20s, so Mommy will have to spend all that money on their therapy. So, ha-ha, the joke's on her. And on us, too because she's not the only one who's addicted to her device. We are, too. When you're addicted, you can't stop doing something. You're drawn to your addiction to cope. You use it to distract you from your thoughts. You use it to fill your free time. It controls your psyche. It's the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning, before you roll over and scratch your schmoopy behind the ears. When you're with your friends, laughing and smiling, you secretly have the urge to run to the bathroom, duck into a stall, and check your timeline, your Instagram, and your instant messages. Yes, that's addiction. Why? Because technology is made to addict you. Oh, you know, in times long past, technology was created to help you solve problems or to be more productive. However, in some of the business-to-business markets, it is still being used to solve problems. In times long past, technology was created to help you solve problems and to be more productive. And in fact, in some of the business-to-business markets, it's still being developed to solve problems. But when it comes to consumer technology, the game has changed. Silicon Valley has figured out that the way to fast money is to addict you to your technology with things that cause dopamine hits. Then you buy more apps, you respond to more ads, and you give social media companies deeper and deeper information about you. You get lots of lovely pictures that you might be interested in and news stories that confirm your pre-existing biases. And what do they get? Oh, you know, not much just a complete psychological profile of you that can be used to manipulate your personal opinions, your political preferences, your feelings, and your actions. And if you don't believe me, I am not the only one who's interested in world domination. I'm just the one who's joking about it. Check out getitdoneguy.com slash manipulation for a story on how artificial intelligence plus social media targeted marketing can be used to manipulate your political opinions all by putting articles in front of you that hit the words and ideas that are already known to get your interest. So how do you break from the addiction? Well, it's not easy. First, reclaim your words. Do reclaim your words. The word like, it used to mean that you felt actual affection for a person, a place, or a thing. Now it means that you're registering a mild, positive feeling when you look at something, which then allows marketers and political operatives to manipulate you. And since clicking the like button itself releases dopamine, we like to click it. That means we like the like button. Friends. Friends were people who were there for you. They were people who had your back. They were people you spent time with. Now, friends are database entries that reveal a lot about you via your social graph. So Facebook and LinkedIn really, really, really want you to identify friends, 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 because all those database entries give them valuable information about you and your psychographics. Oh, and remember sharing? Sharing was when you had something wonderful and you wanted to give someone else who wanted to the chance to enjoy it. That was in the olden days. In the olden days, you would also have to pay me to look at your vacation pictures. Now, we're Instagram database connections, so you can just spew your pictures forth in my timeline. That's not sharing. That's exhibitionism.
Look at me. Look at me. See my vacation. Read my status update. Be amazed at the brilliant article I found. What we call sharing today has no relationship to the old notion of sharing at all. Unfortunately, your brain is not that good at telling the difference between the new and the old. By hijacking the actual words of friendship and emotion, your brain begins to respond to your online experience as if all of that actual liking, friends, and sharing were real. And what does it get you? Dopamine! Dopamine, dopamine, dopamine. That means addiction. Yay! So start breaking the addiction, word by word. When you see a like button on social media, read it as, click here for addiction and to give people the power to manipulate you psychologically. When you see the word friend, read it as, monetized database connection. And when you see the word share, read it as spew. Hopefully that will help decrease the dopamine, but there's more you can do. Make your device black and white. How else does your device hijack your mind? With its brighter-than-real-life colors, your brain is wired to notice what's most intense and eye-catching in the environment. So that means that all of those colors on your cell phone or your desktop or your laptop hijack your attention, whether you want it to or not. I recently discovered totally by accident that you can make your device grayscale, and bam, it kills the addictive colors. Suddenly, it's the outside world that's more eye-catching than your smartphone, and it becomes much, much easier to put the phone away. If you have an iPhone, make it grayscale by going to, and this is for the latest version of iOS, which I think is, I don't know, 10.11 or something. Um, So if you have an iPhone, make it grayscale by going to general accessibility display accommodations, color filters. In that list, choose grayscale. Next, go to settings, general, accessibility, accessibility shortcut, which is at the very, very bottom of the screen. Choose color filters from the options. And now triple clicking on the home button will switch back and forth between color and grayscale. You'll be able to notice the difference instantly. Abracadabra, addictiveness diminished. If you have a Mac desktop, you can go to System Preferences, Accessibility, then choose the Display tab and turn on the Use Grayscale checkbox. If you're on a Windows machine, I'm not completely sure how you do this because all of the Googling couldn't find anything except the freeware program Negative Screen, which you can find a link to by going to getitdoneguy.com slash negative screen. And that program has the ability to turn even a Windows device into grayscale. That's getitdoneguy.com slash negative screen. You can also get rid of a bunch of other dopamine generators in your smartphone. When you pick up your phone, it automatically turns on. And of course, the sudden transition from dark to lit means that your eye goes straight to the screen, your attention gets involuntarily hijacked, and you get a dopamine hit. Addiction, addiction, addiction. Then you see a notification message and, well, it's all over. So turn off raise to wake by going to Settings, Display, and Brightness, and turn off the Raise to Wake feature. Turn off vibrations. Those distract you tactilely. So go into Setting, Sound, and Haptics, and turn off the Vibrate options. Generally, turn off all forms of notification so they don't interrupt you, because when they interrupt you, you get a dopamine hit. Addiction. The only apps that should be able to interrupt you with notifications are the time-sensitive apps like Catch the Bus, or things that need to interrupt you because it's actually time-based and needs to tell you something is urgent. For everything else, check for updates and new messages and new email on your schedule when you want to deliberately. 
Don't let your technology hijack you. And finally, make your phone's home screen be completely blank. Drag all of the icons onto one of the other screens. Now, if you sync to a desktop computer that runs iTunes, you can do this more quickly. Just click the, just, well, plug in your phone uh, and move to the phone, the, you know, the, the screen that displays what's going on on the phone and click the apps button. It's an apps area in the left-hand sidebar after you've connected your devices. And then in the right-hand part of the screen, you'll see your different screen layouts. Check the plus sign in the upper right to add a new page and drag that to be the first page on your phone and then sync the phone. Just don't put anything on that page and voila, you will have a completely blank page when you first look at your phone so there's nothing that will try to attract your attention. No matter how much we might like having mindless zombies as minions to do our bidding, None of us want to be made into mindless zombies. So liberate yourself from Apple, from Google, from Samsung, from Facebook, from Instagram, and from everyone else who has entire research departments devoted to addicting and profiling you. Turn off notifications, make your device grayscale. Turn off vibrations, raise to wake, and don't for a moment believe that friending someone on Facebook has anything to do with real friendship. It may feel that way, but it's only because your brain is being fooled. You're a human being. Don't let them make you into anything else. Among other things, it will save you a fortune in therapy bills for your 20-something-year-old children. This is Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and Facebook. Heck, friend me. You know you want to. I run programs to help people create extraordinary lives. If you want to know more, visit steverrobbins.com or join my personal mailing list by texting Get It Done to 33444. And you'll also get a free copy of my secret book chapter, on how to build relationships that help you succeed. Work less, do more, and have a great life.